That's right. If you never take the time to humbly submit yourself before God, to seek the Lord with all your heart, and quit trying to seek somebody else and trusting in yourself, then there's some pride there. Amen. This is how he's identifying the spirit of Leviathan. He said, will he, it goes on to say, will he make supplication? No. He don't need to make no supplication because he's the king of pride. Right. He thinks he know everything. This is how the church is getting now. Yeah. No time out for prayer. None. None whatsoever. It's all about what I want to do and when I want to do it and how I want to do it. So I don't have the time to pray. Guess when pride sometimes bows down. When everything in your life is tore up, yeah. even when you're bowing down, you can yeah. bring in the God and say, yeah. what have I done to deserve this? I yeah. pay my tithes. Uh -huh. I treat people right. I go to church. Uh -huh. I do this and I do that. That is not praying unto God. Amen. That's praying about what you want and yeah. not my God. Come on, somebody. Amen. Amen. That's right. Yes. We only bow down when something is going on in our life. But from Sunday to Sunday, we're not making supplication to God about nobody but ourselves. You're talking right. Why my money ain't right? You're talking. Why people don't like me? That's what the king of pride do. See, when you don't understand scripture, yeah. you will look at this wrongly. Right. But when the Holy Spirit gives you illumination, see, that's why you don't take one passage of scripture and go on it. You better back all the way up. So uh -huh. wait a minute, God. Uh -huh. This right here is deep. So what are you saying? You got to sit there. You got to study to show yourself approved. Yes. Amen. You got to rightly divide the word of truth. Right. And once you begin to write and divide, God will turn on a light and say, I'm talking to you. That's it. That's it. Because when you ask God something, God is going to answer you. Yes, he will. And he's going to deal with you first. Yep. Because pride will show up in your life sneakily. Pride will make yep. you look at somebody else and won't look at yourself. That's right. And I'm going to tell you, when God shows you these things, God will give you confirmation on what he He's showing you. Because after this teaching last Sunday, I said, God, where are we going next? What do you want me to do? So I'm before the Lord. And as I'm before the Lord, something occurred in my life. And as it occurred in my life, God gave me confirmation on the spirit of Leviathan. Let me tell you something. Leviathan is sneaky. Yeah. Leviathan will sneak up on you that pride and make you look like you're better than somebody else. Uh -huh. They'll make you look like you don't make mistakes. Yeah. I'm telling you, if you don't have the Holy Spirit, you will be walking in pride. Amen. So as I was sitting there when something had occurred up in here, and they told me what had occurred, and all of a sudden, this is why I thank the Lord for Jesus. Because in my mind, I'm thinking all kind of crazy uh -huh. stuff. Uh -huh. Have you ever thought crazy stuff in your mind? Yeah. When something happened, yeah. when it's messing with your money, when it's messing with something in now. your life, you think crazy stuff, and you want to go hit somebody else with what you're thinking. But yeah. I thank God for the Holy Spirit. I got a tugging and I got a pulling. Uh -huh. And God said, Spirit of the Father. And I said, huh? You talking? Because when you want to bleed somebody else. Yeah. Come on. You talking right. But that's when I had to back up. And I said, God, mm -hmm. what are you telling me? And I was sharing it with apostle. I don't go down like that. Uh -huh. Why? Because I have a relationship with Amen. Jesus. Amen. Even though my thoughts was out of alignment with the word, I had to bring them back. Amen. I had to cast down every high thing yes. that is so in itself. Get Amen. it? That Amen. is 
Amen. Yeah. Amen. That's, That's right. a lie. That's right. Amen. And as I cast that stuff down, the Lord began to speak to me. Yes, Lord. Come on, somebody say, speak, Lord. Speak, Lord. Say, speak to me today. Speak to me today. Speak to my heart. Speak to my heart. Show me me. Show me me. See, I'm not worried about nobody else. Come to me and I 
gave you a discount, but you went and got him somewhere else. So he said, this man didn't even recognize what was going on. He said, so I had to let him know, he said, for one, he said, when I went to Piggly Wiggly, where the gentlemen were, the man that was over Piggly Wiggly said, we want to do something because he works here, so we want to supply you with everything you need for this party. Mm -hmm. But this man went throughout the church, talked about the pastor. This is a spirit of pride. Yeah. It breaks covenant. Yes. Breaking covenant is what it does. So it goes throughout the church and, and twists stuff. This is what covenant do. Mm -hmm. It twists stuff. It twists the word to get people to believe opposite of what's really being done. And people end up leaving the church because they say the pastor ain't doing what the pastor should be doing. That's right. You got people leaving the church, breaking covenant, because things are getting twisted, because people think they can sing, they think they can preach, and then you yeah. got the little Leviathans in the church, the little teeny pride that says, you should be preaching, you yeah. should be singing more, you should be doing this. Yeah. So that person grabs hold to that, and sooner than later, they break covenant after they say, this is where God told me to be. Uh-huh. Come on. You're talking right. This is where he told me to be. This is my home. I'm not going nowhere. That's right. That's the spirit of Levi. It breaks covenant. It does not keep covenant because it twists the word. It makes people look at them yeah. instead of really looking at what the real issue is. So Leviathan will break covenant, even in marriage. Come on, y'all. When we look at marriage, Leviathan is all up in there. Mm -hmm. Because a woman, when a woman thinks she's right, she ain't coming down to no man. <laughs> See, that's Jezebel and Leviathan working together. Uh -huh. When a woman chooses to do what she want to do, she accuses the man of doing what he ain't doing. See, that's some spirit of pride right there. Because yeah. the woman want to be in control. See, Satan want to be in control in the church. Satan want to be in control in marriages. Satan want to be in yeah. control on, on the job. Even on the job, people are telling the boss what they don't want to do. Yeah. Like you own the business. That's Leviathan. Leviathan breaks covenant. Amen. Teach the word. Leviathan twists the word. I'm going to give you an example. Go to um, Psalms 56. Everything we need, y'all, is in the word. Glory. Amen. Hallelujah. It's in the word. This is what uh, um, David was praying in Psalms 56. Listen at this. Be merciful unto me, O God, for man will swallow me up. He's fighting daily, oppresses me. My enemies will daily swallow me up, for they be many that fight against me. O thou most high, what time I'm afraid I will trust in thee. In God I will praise his word. In God I have put my trust. I will not fear what flesh can do unto me. Listen at verse 5. Every day they rest my words. That mean twist. Mm -hmm. All their thoughts are against me for evil. That's what Leviathan does. And I'm going to give you an example. A person that has the spirit of Leviathan pride. Mm -hmm. You can say one thing and then turn it around and say it. That's right. You know what you said, but they're looking at you and say, that ain't what you said. Yep. This is what you said. If the spirit of Leviathan, I want you to recognize Leviathan, it twists what you said because yeah. that's yeah. the spirit of Leviathan. It wants you to look bad. It don't 
Amen. Because some people say, I didn't say that. That ain't what I said. I, you put that on me because they got the spirit of Leviathan in them. They don't even remember what they said. Mm -hmm. Then you can play it back and they still stun. That ain't me. <laughs> they told up. Leviathan twist the word of God. Go back to the Garden of Eden. When God specifically told them, do not eat of that tree right. of knowledge of good and evil. Y'all, it's written. Yeah. Some people probably read that phone and say he told them to eat from the tree. What? <laughs> but he said, do not eat from that tree of knowledge of good and evil. Because if you eat from that tree, he said, you shall surely die. Is that not what the word says? If God said it, God meant what he said. He's not going to change what he said because God changes not. Amen. So that's what he said. But old Slewfoot, uh -huh. old Satan come in there and said, did God really say? Yeah. That's what he said. Mm -mm -mm. That's what he took and said. He said, did God really say you cannot eat from that tree? So he began to twist the word around for them to doubt God. That's what Leviathan do. Leviathan will make you think something that wasn't said or make you think ill of a person. Yeah. And that's not who that person is. Let me use me, myself, and I, please. In here, in the body of Christ, with Leviathan, if I stand up here, and I say, we have a need in the house. Mm -hmm. And we want to meet that need as a body. Leviathan that's in the room, first thing Leviathan say to that person, because it is a spirit. She don't want to meet nobody need but hers. Mm -hmm. She's always after money. It ain't about that person, it's all about her. Don't give her nothing. That's Leviathan, in yeah. your ear. Yep. So then after you hear that, you go to somebody else and say, you know what? I don't think I'm going to slide it. See, Leviathan is slick. Yeah. It waits on his prey. So you go whisper. It don't move right then. It go whisper to individuals putting that thought in their mind. Somebody that never thought about that. Right. But putting that thought in their mind. And this is true, y'all. This is happening. Leviathan whispered here at Miracle Temple Deliverance Ministry, telling people I was after people money, meeting people in the administrative building, saying don't pay your tithes. Mm -hmm. It's all about them. Don't pay your tithes. Putting us all out there in Pender County. Man, couldn't he get a haircut from here and what we're doing in church? Because you asked somebody to pay $10 to feed their own self. You talking? They twisted that. And said I was taking people money because I'm asking you for $10 for us to have a nice anniversary to go eat at a place. They twisted it and said, I wanted the money. I'm taking people money. Leviathan. And people in the church believed it. And stopped paying their tithes. That's what Leviathan do. It want to break covenant. It yeah. want to divide. And that Leviathan spirit took people out of here with them. Breaking covenant. Because they believe those lies. And Leviathan is after you because he's been whispering in your ear. You talking. That's why God is bringing it in the house. You can't ask for nothing without a thought coming. Wondering, well, what are they going to do with that? Why they have all this on the calendar? That's just too much on the calendar. Come on, Leviathan. Now. Yeah. Yeah, you talking. And it ain't no money amount. It's zero. Leviathan is speaking to your mind. And then you're going to speak to somebody else. Well, why can't we do this? 
That's right. Leviathan, breaking covenant, discord, strife, contention, every evil work. That's right. Because Leviathan don't want to be by itself. It's the king of pride. So what it want to do? It want to bring distortion. It wants you to hear something you didn't like to hear. That's why I thank God for audio back there. I think it'll be listening to what's being said. And if it's something that get crossed up, or she'll say, Apostle, you meant to say Moses, but you said Joshua or something of that nature. I don't get hurt by that. I say, okay, no problem. But I know what I was saying, but somebody else may not have known what I was saying. No problem. But somebody with the vibe would say, I didn't say nothing. Mm -hmm. You heard that, but I know what I said. That's pride. Because you don't want no correction from nobody because you think you always right. That's right. So it breaks covenant, y'all. Leviathan want to break covenant. It want to break relationships. Leviathan do not want you in a place where you hear hearing truth because Leviathan is coming in to divide truth. Leviathan is about deception. It's right. about error. This is why you have to know the word of God for yourself. You have to know what God is saying. You have to know the heart of the person that you are under. So when the Bible try to twist something, your pastor said or some leader said, you ought to say, if you have all. Uh-huh. That's it. That's the word. Against that person. I'm not that person. I'm not your guy. I'm not your girl. Why are you coming to me? Talk to that person. So it breaks covenant. He's sneaky. Yeah. And he hides in the church. He hides in the church. Let me tell you what a crocodile do. Mm -hmm. A crocodile is in the deep. He's under the water with his eyes looking out. Waiting on his prey. This is what pride does. It's looking for prey. And this is what the word says in dealing with twisting. With the crocodile, what he does, he twists you until he tears you apart. That's right. Limb by limb. That's right. That's it. That's what he does. This is why he's in the church. He's trying to tear the church. We're a body. Every joint supply. He's trying to tear the arms off. He's trying to tear yeah. the legs off, the eyes. He tear, he twists you until he tears you completely apart until he done disassembled the body of Right. This is why you have road runners in the body of Christ. I'm getting tired of the same thing. It's another church over there. They doing this and they doing that. But you getting taught truth. Amen. I want to be in this auxiliary. I want to preach. I've been here too long and I ain't preaching because it's about you. Everybody get tired of hearing about you. Leviathan. You talking. In the church. The next thing that it does in verse 14, Job 41, 14. Well, let's go to 15. His scales are his pride, shut up together as with a closed seal. His scales are his pride. That means his scales protect him. Mm -hmm. And he guess what protects him? You got in um, Leviathan, you got rebellion. You got rejection. You got anger. You got arrogancy. So all, all of this is protecting him. That's how he's hiding. Mm -hmm. The king of pride hides, dealing with his scales. When you see rebellion in the house, it's coming from pride. When you see stubbornness in the house, it's coming from pride. Right. When you see rejection in the house, it's coming from pride. Because that's how he hides. That's how he protects himself. So nobody won't know it's me. They're going to think it's these attributes. But no, this is me. I'm the king. 
So this is what this pride do. It tried to run the house. It tried to tell you God didn't say that. This is how this script. Let me tell you, this is what pride does. When somebody preach or teach, somebody will boldly tell somebody, let me explain that better. That's not exactly what that scripture said. That's taking that. The king of pride is religious. Yep. Like the Pharisees. Mm -hmm. See, the Pharisees want to live by the law. Mm -hmm. They want to live by the letter. But the Bible says the letter kills, but the spirit gives life. Leviathan is about death. He want to bring death in the church. And if you don't recognize this prideful spirit, it will kill you. Amen. So we see here that it says that it hides. The scales protect him. How is rejection got anything to do with pride? I'm going to tell you how. A rejected person is saying, see me, yep. hear me, be attached to me. So a rejected person want to be seen, want to be heard, want to be attached to. How can they be seen, heard, and attached to? They do their own thing. Mm -hmm. Let me break that down for you. I want people to recognize it was me that done this. Mm -hmm. You didn't have nothing to do with it. It was about me. It was never about you. So what they do, they will accomplish many things. Mm -hmm. And when they accomplish many things, they make people a part of those many things. But it was always about them. They want people to praise them more than they want to give praise to God. Mm -hmm. But they'll let people think that they're praising God through what they're doing. But it was all about hear me, see me, be attached to me. Right. <clears throat> Rejection is in pride. People that want to be seen, they put down others so they can stand up high. If anybody do something or see something that they didn't see, they're going to bring them low. They're going to act like they don't know what they're talking about. Because they want them to look bad and they want people to see them. Rejection is in pride. Anyone that, and I'm going to tell you something else too. Even dealing with rejection, rejection gets so used to people depending on them. That when people don't depend on them, they don't feel needed no more. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They feel like they got to do something to feel needed now. They feel like they got to put something in there so people can see me, hear me, and be attached to me. Because right. when you were growing up and you always done stuff to be a part of something, <laughs> that's rejection. Mm -hmm. When you let go of what you was doing and people leave you alone, you feel so rejected. You got to find something else to do to get people to be your friend. Mm -hmm. That's rejection. That comes from pride. Mm -hmm. Because it's all about you. And this is what Facebook is about, people. I keep saying this over and over and over again. And y'all let the king of pride put you in a place that you don't need to be in. Every time you go on Facebook, you're seeing people modeling. You're seeing people showing their lives. You're seeing people in doctor offices. They're telling people where they're at. If people want to kill you, they know where you're at. That's right. You're telling them all your business. Oh, People don't care about your business. Uh-huh. It's see me, hear me, be attached to me. Look at me. I got a new do. You like my nails? I'm getting ready to do this. You want to be a part? Yeah, girl. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Rejection. And it's turning into a cult. Yeah. People cannot even get away from Facebook. They feel like they're missing something. People want to tell people their accomplishments. Why? That's pride. Yeah. You're making it about you. People don't care if you graduated. They don't care if 
right?
Yeah. Because you got all these issues going on in you. Let me read it again. Read it again. One is so near to another. Mm. Scales that no air can come between them. Listen at this. They are joined one to another. They stick together and they cannot be soldered. Mm. Think about it. Yeah. When you open a door to one, you open a door to another. Right. So pride has rejection in it. Haughty. Arrogant. Anger. Rebellion. Have all of this stuff in it. And we don't even recognize it in the body of Christ. Because we think somebody's trying to put us down and we want to be lifted up. Mm -hmm. In the house of God, in church, people feel like you looking at this one more than you looking at me. Maybe that one need to be looked to more than you need to be looked to. Yeah. See, pride. You want to make it all about you. I do more of them. Y'all remember the prodigal son when the prodigal son left home and he took all his inheritance. He lived any kind of way. The other son stayed home, did what he's supposed to do, but the father invited the prodigal back into the house. The other son was mad. How can you kill a fatted calf? How can you put on him the finest robe? How can you do this for him? I've been with you all this time, prodigal. Yeah. He said, but you already had everything. You had everything that you need. But he was jealous over the brother because he was welcomed back into that. This is what's wrong with the church. We make it so much about us, we don't see the needs of others. When you make it all the time about you, you don't see nobody's need but yours. Mm -hmm. That's not how the body of Christ is supposed to react. We're supposed to set aside our need and say, how can I help somebody else? God is not about me. It's about what you want to do in me and through me. Amen. That's what pride does. I'm not giving nothing. I haven't gave enough. I'm tired of people asking for my money. It ain't your money. It's God's. You're just a steward over what God has placed in your hand. See, that's arrogance. That's pride. Look at what I've done. Look at how I did this. You didn't do that in your own strength. Right. It was God that gave you the strength to do what you do. It's not about you. It's all about him. So we see that the Holy Spirit cannot flow through pride. And the enemy knows that. So this is why the church is stagnated. This is why you can't move in the gifts the way you need to move because you're so full of pride. The Holy Spirit said, I can't move through that. I can't flow through that. Recognize what's going on in your life. Then the next thing that God began to talk, tell him, remember I told you the eyes of the alligator sitting there waiting for the prey? That's verse 18. Then 19, listen at this. Out of his mouth go burning lamps and sparks of fire leap out. Out of his nostrils go smoke as of a seething pot or cauldron. His breath kindle coals and a flame go out of his mouth. Y'all know what that is? That's harsh and cruel words. Yeah. A person with pride will come at you harshly, will come at you very harshly with some bad words, making you feel like a little nothing. Mm -hmm. And some people say, that's my authority. No, that's pride. Amen. And you using that authority, making people think that you're speaking boldly on God's behalf, but that's pride. Say, come at you with harsh words, very cruel Prideful person can be very suspicious all the time. You ask them something, they put up their guard because they think it's about them. 
They put up their guard. If you ask them a question, why you ask me that? Very arrogant. Mm -hmm. Why you ask me that? What are you talking about? You ain't even gave it a second thought. And they're worried about why you at pride. King of pride. Come on, God is showing y'all. Amen. He's showing us some things that we're not recognizing. The king of pride, the spirit of Leviathan is hiding in the church. Then the Bible goes on to say they have harsh and cruel words. Yeah. But listen at this. Catch verse 22. In his neck remains strength and sorrow is turned into joy before him. Let me tell you what that is, y'all. Stubbornness. Mm -hmm. The neck has strength. So what uh, the spirit of Leviathan do, you will see a person being very stubborn and rebellious. Go back to the Israelites. Mm -hmm. What the Moses called the people? Stiff neck. And the script is right there in the neck. If you have a pain in your neck and in your shoulders, they said it's believed that there's a spirit of Leviathan on you. I'm going to give you another um, thing a lady was saying. This minister was saying that she was having pain in her body and she was hurt real bad. And she said nothing would relieve that pain. Nothing she took. She didn't know what was going on, but she knew she believed God. And she kept crying out to God, what's going on with me? Why am I having these pains? All in her back, pain, pain. So she said a lady had called her and she told her, she said, I saw this snake wrapped around you and it was just squeezing you. So she began to seek the Lord. She said, Lord, what is this? So she got ready to go out and preach. And she said as she was laying there, she had to lay on her stomach and um, because she wanted to get some relief from it. And she said, Lord, you got to help me with this. And the Lord told her, he said, the spirit of Leviathan have you. She said, the spirit of Leviathan, he said, you open the door to pride. He said, get rid of the pride. Repent of this pride and your pain will leave. Mm -hmm. She began to repent of the pride and say, Lord, forgive me if I've been prideful in any kind of way. God, if I have made it about me. Because sometimes we can make it about us in ministry. That's right. We want people to look at us. And this can be pride, and pride can be lurking in your life where you're having things go on and you don't realize it. You can be a very perfected person. Mm -hmm. Nobody can do it right but you. Your way is the only way. Let me tell you something. If I have one way and you have another way, but it gets the job done, I don't care. Amen. But a person that's very perfected, you need to do it my way. Okay. But, um, this is an easier way. I still want you to do it my way. You humble yourself and you do it their way. But then you do it an easier way. You don't have to hurt their feelings. Just do it. That's a private person. You either do it my way or you don't do it anyway. Prideful person. You know why that person is like that? Because they want all the glory. That's right. To say, my way is the way that made it work. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So this is how it needs to be done. Prideful person is a perfectionist. They love for things to be their way. Because they want it to be all about them. Mm -hmm. So we, we look at these attributes. They're stubborn. They're stiff-necked. Look at um, back with the Israelites. They were very stubborn. They were very rebellious. When mm -hmm. Moses told them this, they done that. They complained. They mumber. Come on, y'all. It's in the churches. Yeah. You tell somebody to do something, they get rebellious on you. Let me tell you how you're rebellious. Go back to Saul. Didn't we just deal with Saul? Mm -hmm. Wanted to be a man pleasing instead of pleasing God? God told Saul what to do because he feared the people. So 
So all of those come together, and when you are rebellious, when you're stubborn, then we have witchcraft in our midst mm -hmm. because you're doing what you want to do and not doing what the Word of God tells you to do. Yo, come on. Yeah. It's right here in the Word of God. Yes, it I'm is. not lying. I'm just telling you the truth. But you know, some of y'all right in here today, you got thoughts in your head that the enemy is bringing while I'm preaching. You better cast them down. Because pride is in operation. The enemy don't want Leviathan out of here, but Leviathan is coming out of here. Amen. Because see, he's trying to stop Miracle Temple. He has tried it and tried it and tried it and tried it every which way he can try it. He has tried it, but as long as you got a leader that can recognize strongholds Amen. and recognize what's in the house, oh yes, I'm a cry loud and I'm a spare loud. I love you just that much for you to hate me to tell the truth. Woo. It's all right. It's all I right. Care who you are. God has given you this so you can be loose from this, so you can be free. Amen. The spirit of Leviathan is in Miracle Temple. You're talking. He gave me a dream. On that front row, right where Apostle and Evangelist Newton said, it was a person. Let me tell you who that person was in the dream. I'm not putting him out there. It was Tyson. He was on that front row. And I was standing outside. And I could hear talk. In the atmosphere saying how they was going to set me up and what they were going to do. And as I looked in the church, there was a snake, long snake, slivering in the seats, going up under the seats. Tyson stood up and said, oh, no, you're not. Oh, no, you're not. You're not coming against my pastor. You got to get through me. Amen. This is what I heard in the dream with Tyson. So the Lord was telling me about what the enemy wanted to do in Miracle Temple. Then recently I told y'all, as soon as we remodeled the church, God was showing me dirt in the church. Mm -hmm. He was showing me stuff in the church. God is not going to let stuff be hid. Amen. Amen. This is why God brings messages, because he loved you to tell you what's going on, so you can take your time at home and say, Lord, is it me? That's right. Is it me, oh Lord? Do I have some hidden pride in my life that I don't want to recognize? Everybody from the pulpit down has been operating some form of pride. You're talking. And when you recognize it, get rid of it. Amen. Don't let it operate in your life. Then the next thing with pride, what happened with this pride in verse 24, his heart is as firm as stone. Mm. Yea, as hard as his pieces of a nether milestone. That's a hardened heart. Yeah. Pride will harden your heart. It will make you more sensitive to the world than being sensitive to God. You won't even hear this word. Yeah. Because your heart is so hard, it's like stone. Even though I'm telling you the truth, you don't want to hear the truth because your heart doesn't turn hard. This is how it was with Pharaoh. Remember, God already knew Pharaoh had a hardened heart. Pharaoh's heart turned hard. Every time the word came, one minute he was agreeing, yes, I'll do it. Then the next minute, after everything cooled down, then he went back to the same thing. I'm, I'm going there, y'all. Y'all know how it is. When something going on in your life, Lord, if you help me with this, uh -huh. I'll do better. So see, like things get better and you go back and do what you normally would do. This is what's happening in the church. Our heart is hard. It becomes more sensitive to Facebook. It becomes more sensitive to what the world is doing. The church is in a place now that we think that we got to do what the world does to be accepted. You are in the world, but you're not of the world. You got to live according to who you are, according to the word of God. Amen. But we're trying to do what the world is doing because we're watching the world 
people do. It's all right. 
You know, if I don't mind talking about myself, because the devil won't have nothing on me. Amen. See, the devil have stuff on us because we know what we be doing. I heard that. Some things just don't need to be told. I know what to tell and know what not to tell. And I tell it when God wants me to tell it. Amen. 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 So this is what I say. We have to be careful with pride because we will make it about ourselves and it'll sneak up on us. And this is how pride operates. I'm going to use me an apostle. Let's say apostle called me and she, she began to tell me something coming from the word of God. And I'm sitting up there listening to apostle. And I'm just listening to apostle. And then apostle finished and then I go, but apostle. That's not really how that scripture goes. I understand what you're saying. But that's not how. Let me break that down some more for you. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you what's happening there. I don't want her revelation to be more than my revelation. Uh -huh. So I have to make my revelation bigger than her revelation. Even though I don't have a revelation, uh -huh. I have to be the king of pride. Or if you're talking about your children mm -hmm. and you're just holding a conversation innocently about your child, mm -hmm. then while you're holding that conversation, somebody in their mind is thinking something bigger than their children. Look out. That's right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or on your job. Somebody's doing it this way and the boss is saying, good job. Now you mad because you said I've been doing it better than I. I've been here long, but they like them better than me. Pride. Mm -hmm. Y'all, we have to recognize pride when we see it. When you are listening to somebody talk and they're talking about the goodness of Jesus and you getting stirred up on the inside because people are paying attention to you, them, and not you, that's rejection and that's a form of pride. That's right. Because you don't want them to have the attention so you can't let it rest. So you're going to have to call somebody that they were talking to and you're going to have to sneakily come in mm -hmm. and put your little input in there and make that person look like they don't know what they're talking about. So we see in the attributes of pride. So we know it, you can be stiff-necked, you can be stubborn. So if you have pain, in, some people say that ain't true. Well, the only way you know it's true and not test it out. <laughs> right. When you have pain in your neck, pain going down your shoulders, that's a form of pride because that's being stiff-necked. Mm -hmm. It's about you. It ain't about him. The more anything we make about ourselves, it has an effect on our bodies. Right. And we don't even recognize it. This is why they call these things these spirits in the Bible. God used Leviathan to symbolize the king of pride. And this is what he told him after he got through in verse 34. He said, he behold all high things. He's the king over all the children of pride. Leviathan is the king over all the children of pride. When you go in Isaiah 27, it's called a, a twisting serpent. Like I said, that alligator, what he does when he get his prey, he pull him under that water and tear him apart. I was um, hearing um, on the news where they spotted an alligator or something. I don't know if they had pictures. And it was a, a body. And they saw where the meat was going up in the air, where it tore it apart and just went in his mouth and went under the water. That's what a, a crocodile does. And this is what Leviathan does. Pride want to tear your life apart. Pride want to dissemble the body of Christ because he know every joint supply and we need one another. We're supposed to be walking in unity. Pride will bring division in the house. Pride will bring discord. And it says that um, pride is uh, brings a fall. 
yourself. You don't praise yourself. Anybody that praises themselves, sometimes I have to catch myself if I have, the Lord has helped me with something, and, and I'll go say, you know, this is how, then I say, wait a minute, through the help of the Holy Spirit. Amen. This is how this was done. This is why we have to depend on the Holy Spirit to help us. God don't want us to look to ourselves. He wants us to look to him. If you're looking more to you, trying to get things done, you're in pride. That's why we have to stop and say, God, I don't know how to do this. I need your help. So how do we get over this pride? It's simple. Submit to God, resist the devil, he will flee. Whosoever humble himself upon the mighty hand of God shall be exalted. And it says that God resists the proud, but he gives grace unto the humble, the go humble. And the six things that the Lord hates, seven is abomination to him in Proverbs, the sixth chapter, and pride is one of them. Yep, sure so is. when we hold on to pride, guess what? We don't fear the Lord. We don't fear the Lord. So God wants us to fear him, and he just does not want us to hold on to pride. And we know that in pride there is destruction. In pride there is what? There is a fall. So God wants us to let go of this pride. In Proverbs the 8th chapter, verse 13, it said, The fear of the Lord is to hate evil. Y'all hear that? Yeah. The fear of the Lord is to hate evil, pride, and arrogance, and the evil way, and the fourth mouth. Do I hate? If you are a Christian and you don't hate evil, you don't hate pride, you don't hate all of these things, you don't fear the Lord. You honor those more than you honor God. It's not about us, y'all. It's all about Him. We have to humbly submit ourselves up under His mighty hand. He will exalt us in due season. When somebody is telling you something, they're not telling you something to put you down. They're telling you something to help you. So when you get in anger, you get in rage because somebody's bringing correction to you, that's a form of pride. Because you think you know better than somebody else. Y'all, we have to be careful. It's rejection in the house, it's pride in the house, it's rebellion in the house, it's disobedience in the house, it's witchcraft in the house. How did it come in the house? Because we bought it in the house, and now it's time for it to come out of the house, not Amen. out of the Amen. Amen. So I recognize you, you spirit of the Bible. And you cannot stay here at Miracle Temple Deliverance Ministry. Amen. And I command you in the name of Jesus to go right now in Jesus' name. And what you need to do, you need to recognize, Lord, is that me? Lord, am I carrying this spirit and don't know that I'm carrying this spirit and I'm looking at everybody else? Come on, let me tell you something. Even dealing with the president, there's a spirit of pride. I pray over Trump every day, or even when I forget, I'm reminded, cast down that spirit of pride. You ain't going to recognize that pride if you're trying to defend it. You don't have to defend him. Just use the word of God. And the word of God will turn things around. You don't even know what's twisted in the White House. Because you're looking at who's in the seat. He is a man. You don't put trust in man. I don't care if he's a Democrat or Republican. Uh -huh. It's about Jesus. Amen. We spend too much time trying to defend somebody. Or trying to come against somebody. When we need to tell down what's in the White House. Uh -huh. We ain't coming against Trump. We come against the Bible. Amen. Amen. So we speak to the Father in the White House. People get mad when you say something. We shouldn't be like that. We're brothers and sisters. Amen. 
right. I don't care who's in there. You ain't going to find a perfect man. Prayed for those three idiots that were speaking to him nonsense. 
Yeah. Because Elihu was the only one that spoke truth. Mm -hmm. Those other three couldn't even give Job an answer. Nope. We got some people in church that can't even give you an answer because they can't even take care of their own house and you going to them for counsel. You talking. So he had to pray for those three. He prayed for them, but he repented. And guess what God did? Restore. If you still haven't been restored in some areas of your life, it's a private. I don't care what you put your hands to. God is not going to bless that mess with pride in the midst of it. You're Amen. working twice as hard trying to get something done because you're doing it on your own strength and not doing it with the power of God. God said the Holy Spirit can't flow through it because you're so prideful. You want people to look up to you. You're rejected. And God said it's time for you to come out of you. It ain't about you. Quit saying it's about me. When you want people to see what you can do and how you've done it, you didn't Amen. You got to come down and say, God, everything I have is because of you. And some things I got wasn't because of you. I'm just going to admit it right now. Uh -huh. You're getting low. Come on, you're getting low. It's all right. Amen. You're getting low. When you start admitting stuff, the weight come begins on now. to lift off of you. Yes, yes. Unforgiveness is improper. Because you don't think you need to forgive nobody. They hurt you. The Bible said you can't even look at it like that. That's right. You forgive because you've been forgiven. That's right. Many times I have said, forgive me if I have offended you. Deep down in my heart, I knew I didn't, but I humbled myself uh -huh. because I wanted to reach that person so they wouldn't go through what they're going through. I was the humble one. Yeah, yeah. It takes humility. It don't matter what they did to you. Look what they did to Jesus. They curse you out 24-7. You're supposed to humble yourself. And you're supposed to say, forgive them. They don't know what they've done. You don't supposed to talk them down. Because one day, you reap what you saw. Sure will. The way you talked about them, you want to be talked about that way. The way you treated them, you want to be treated that way. Because everybody in here needs somebody. That's right. We need somebody. You got people in nursing homes, laying in beds, dying. Because they treated people so badly, nobody don't want to deal with them. Uh -huh. But God has servants to come out there and encourage them yes. to uplift them in the things of the Lord, even though they did everybody wrong. Who are you to judge my people? Mm -hmm. I'm the judge. We can't even look at what this person done. What have you done? Sin is sin, y'all. When they curse me out, you lie. Mm -hmm. When they took from me, who have you taken from? Sure. When they looked at me wrong, who have you been looking at? Right. Come on, we got to check ourselves. Amen. If we spend time checking ourselves, we'll leave each other alone. That's true. Everybody in this room have an issue. My question is, what are you going to do with the issue that you have? Quit looking at everybody else's issue, making somebody else look bad, and look at yourself and say, God, am I the cause of them having an issue? Just ask yourself that. Even though deep down inside you don't think you are, say, well, God, Am I the cause of them having an issue? Y'all in marriages today, marriages are so broken up because of Leviathan. I'm going to tell you why. Because when a man is full of pride, I want y'all to hear me. When a man or woman is full of pride, and they think they're all of this in a bag of chips, they're going to go out and find what they think they need. And it's right at home. 
Because they think everybody wants them. See, pride, I forgot this one. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Has perversion in it, too. Mm -hmm. True. Because pride thinks I can get anybody I want and when I want to get them. You want to act up, you act up because I'm going to be slick. I can get some from a distance. But you're still coming back home ignorant on the sea. Stay the distance where you are. Your pride for self. Because mm -hmm. in a way, you humbly submit yourself to that wife. In a way. So what I'm saying to you, this kingdom of pride is a covenant breaker. People feel like they're better yeah. in other places than the place that they're in. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to give you some advice. If you're getting taught the way you need to be taught, then you need to stay where you are. Amen. You don't need to be wandering all over the place just because they have this activity, they have that activity, they're doing this and they're doing that. No, this is what we do. I don't go on what everybody else is doing. I go on what the Word of God tells me to do. Amen. I don't do like they do and put on like they put on just to draw people. Because actually, you draw them people, you got to deal with them demons. And I ain't got time to deal with no more demons than God wants me to. Amen. 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 So I ain't got time for foolishness. I'm not drawing people just to have a crowd. Amen. I want people to be healed, delivered, and set free. And my thing is, if, if this... If people in this place ain't grabbing hold, somebody's going to grab hold to what you get, and you're going to be left out. I'm just going to say it. Because if this has been 20 years and you're hearing the same thing, God is trying to tell you something. Let go of you and submit to God. Amen. Humble yourself. That's the key. Humble yourself up under the mighty hand of God, and you shall be exalted in due season. And on your job, God turns the hearts yes, he does. of men and women to promote you. Mm -hmm. I don't care how much you out there trying to work your behind off mm -hmm. to get a raise. That heart ain't going to be turned to God turn that heart. Mm -hmm. So you need to be listening to him and what he wants you to do and how he wants you to do it. So you can live according to the word of God. Mm -hmm. We don't learn two reasons why we don't live according to the word of God. Trying to please man and not God and the spirit of Leviathan, pride. So we want to deal with those two and allow the word to deal with us so we can live according to the way God wants us to live. Amen? Amen. Give God a hand clap of praise.